Podcast. Well, welcome to Think Like a Champion, and that's what we're committed to here. That's what we're dedicating this time together, this weekly podcast, where we're going to discuss the mindsets that you need to win in every way and to enjoy every day. I'm your host, Gregory Dickow. Now listen, there are many things that distinguish a champion, but the most important aspect is the mindset. And once a champion gets the right mindset, once you adopt the right mindset, you become unstoppable. So as you begin to think like a champion, I'm gonna coach you and I'm gonna show you how to do it. The word of God is gonna be our playbook, but I believe you're gonna be unstoppable in the days ahead and your best days are your next days. Now, if you're not subscribed, make sure to subscribe to the podcast, search Gregory Dickow wherever you listen and hit subscribe so you can catch every single episode as it is released. You can also subscribe to the Gregory Dickow YouTube channel if you wanna watch these on video as well. And as always, I want to invite you to partner with me in helping us move this mission forward. We're changing mindsets that change the world, and we're adopting champion mindsets to change the world, that will change the world. And so your investment, your seed, your gift of any amount makes a huge impact in how many people were able to reach. And I'm so thankful for your generosity. This, we are the church, but we are also, we have the mind of Christ and we've got to get this mind out to the world and how the way that God thinks will revolutionize your life. I'm gonna do everything I can to bring you value through the word of God and through the steps that I'm gonna teach you how to take. And if you believe in this material, if you believe in this content, then help me get it out to other people. Partner with me. Plant your best seed. You can partner with me on a regular basis at lifechangerschurch.com slash give, or you can make a one-time gift, but get involved in giving back and paying it forward so that we can help reach others with the mindsets of a champion to think like a champion. So let's dive into today's content. And I've got three words for you. Stay with it. And now I want to read to you a quote and you guys can guess who made this quote, but he said, I've missed more than 9,000 shots in my career. I've lost almost 300 games. 26 times I've been trusted to take the game winning shot and missed. I have failed over and over again in my life. And that's why I succeed. You guessed it, one Michael Jeffrey Jordan, otherwise known as Michael Jordan, the one and only. He said he missed over and over. He failed over and over and over. And that's how he succeeded. Michael Jordan's story is a story about staying with it. I want to encourage you today, stay with it. You know, Jesus on his journey, on his passion, on his way to the cross, stopped in the Garden of Gethsemane with his disciples. And he said something very powerful in Mark chapter 14, verse 34. He told them, my soul is crushed with grief. My soul is crushed with grief. We never, we never usually associate Jesus with emotional suffering like this. But he suffered the same emotions that you've suffered. And he suffered them for us to come alongside of us and help us to get the victory, to walk in the victory and to overcome whatever we're dealing with. He said, my soul is crushed. 
My soul is crushed with grief to the point of death. He says to his disciples, stay here and keep watch with me. And in the Amplified Bible, it says, he said to them, my soul is deeply grieved and overwhelmed with sorrow to the point of death. Remain here and keep watch. And I like what the Passion Translation says. He said to them, my heart is overwhelmed. Has your heart been overwhelmed with anguish? He says, my heart is overwhelmed with anguish. Hey, champions, it doesn't mean that we, we don't get overwhelmed sometimes. It doesn't mean that we don't struggle sometimes. Jesus was, he said, I'm deeply grieved. I'm overwhelmed with sorrow. My heart is overwhelmed with anguish and crushed with grief. A crushed heart, a crushed soul is not a sin. A crushed heart or a crushed soul is be, called human. It's called, it's called humanity. It's called being human. Jesus said this. He felt this. He said, I feel, it feels as though I'm dying. Stay here and keep watch with me. Now, I want you to notice that in his time where he's feeling crushed, feeling overwhelmed, feeling grieved, sorrow to the point of death, and overwhelmed with anguish and crushed with grief, I want you to see the secret to how Jesus fulfilled God's purpose for his life. Now he was going to the cross and we don't have to go to the cross. Jesus did it for us. He was taking all of our sins upon himself as a substitute for us. But he also is a, he, he's an example to us when it comes to how to deal with life's grief and life's crushing moments. And maybe you're in a crushed crushing moment now. Maybe you have experienced crushing moments over, over the years. But I want you to see the secret. It's found in verse 35, the very next verse after uh, Mark chapter 14, verse 34, verse 35. And I want to read this to you from the old King James version. Wow. Does he say it clear here? It says, and Jesus went forward a little. Jesus went forward a little. When he was crushed, when he was grieved to the point of death, when he was, his soul was deeply grieved and overwhelmed with sorrow, when his heart was overwhelmed with anguish and crushed with grief, he did one thing that brought him through. He went forward a little. Now you're going to get tired of me quoting this verse because I've been quoting this verse for several years now and I'm going to keep quoting it because it's something that has personally helped me make it through the tough times. And I'm sure there's more tough times ahead. But what Jesus reveals to us is we don't have to get it all done today. We don't have to win it all back today. We don't have to, uh, we don't have to conquer the world today. We just need to move forward a little. We just need to move forward a little. We just need to move forward a little. When you feel like giving up, stay with it and move forward a little. When you feel like life's too hard, stay with it and move forward a little. When you feel like your goals, you're trying to crush your goals, but they're crushing you. <laughs> How many know it's one thing to want to crush your goals and it's another thing to be crushed in the process. And a lot of us have experienced that. We feel crushed. We feel demoralized when we don't see results. We feel demoralized when we keep trying and it's not working. But what Jesus reveals to us is in the toughest time, stay with it. Just move forward a little. 
just move forward a little. I might come back to this verse because it's so powerful. But Paul says something really amazing as well in 1 Corinthians 9, verse 24. He says, do you not know that in a race all the runners run, but only one gets the prize? Run in such a way as to get the prize. He's not promising that that person is going to win the race every time, but he says to run in such a way as to get the prize. You don't, you can't win them all. Sometimes we're going to take some, some L's, but we're going to get more W's than we get L's. Can somebody say amen to that? Like what, what I want you to see here is run in such a way that you might win run in such the only way to run in such a way that you may win is not go, not give up. Don't give up. Just get up. When you feel like giving up, start getting up. And I know that may sound so simple and so trite, but it is really the secret. What I've learned in life, whether it's spiritually, whether it's in marriage, in relationships, in money, in business, in church, in, in, in all areas of life, in health, in my body, all, everything. Staying with it is the secret. Stay with it. Just don't quit. Feel like quitting. And in fact, you quit sometimes in your mind, but you just get up again. You just get up one more time, then you fall down. You just get up one more time, then you give up. You know, Hebrews chapter 10 tells us something very powerful about succeeding and having a champion mindset. It says, don't throw away your confidence, which has a great recompense of reward. Don't throw away your confidence. When you feel like you've lost everything, the one thing to never give up is your confidence. When you've, when you've lost game after game, when you've lost business deal after business deal, relationship after relationship, don't throw away your confidence. This is the secret to life. When you fall, when you fail, don't lose confidence. Stay confident. You know, I got a little illustration about being confident and staying confident. It reminds me of the little kid that was playing baseball by himself. And some other kids were over near him, but they didn't want to play with him. So he just took the ball and took the bat and he'd throw the ball up. And many of you have probably done this as a kid. I did this as a kid. You throw the ball up in the air and then you swing the bat as the ball's coming down, right? And this kid said, before he threw the ball up in the air, he said, I'm the greatest baseball hitter of all times. I'm the greatest batter of all times. He throws the ball up and he swings and misses his own ball as it came down. Takes the ball from the ground, throws it up again, swings and misses a second time. And he said, I'm the greatest batter ever. Every time, throws the ball up. I'm the greatest batter ever. The third time he takes the ball, he throws it up, he swings as hard as he can. He misses again for the third time. And the kids that had by now that were that were near him, they saw him essentially strike out and they said to him, ah, ha, ha, you think you're the greatest batter ever. You just struck yourself out. What do you have to say about that? He stopped for a minute and he looked up at these kids and he said, I'm the greatest pitcher that ever lived. 
I'm the greatest pitcher that ever lived. He had just struck he had just struck himself out and he now turns his confidence around and stays confident and stays positive. And I believe that story as silly, as funny as it might be, as silly as it might be. It is a story about how we need to be when you've struck yourself out three strikes in a row, you need to realize what a great pitcher you are. You got to find a way to look at it differently. You got to, you got to find a way to find the good, look for the good, stay confident and stay with it. Listen, you want to be a champion. You got to think like a champion. You want to be a champion in your marriage. You want to be a champion in your family. You want to be a champion in money and in finances. You want to be a champion in anything you put your hand to stay with it stay with it. Don't give up your confidence and you won't give up. Second Chronicles 15, seven is a powerful verse. And I love what this verse says. It says, but as for you, be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. Be strong and do not give up for your work will be rewarded. Your reward is coming, baby. I want you to be encouraged today. Your reward is coming. Say it. My reward is coming because I'm not giving up. My reward is coming because I'm not giving up. Say it again. Now, if that's not enough for you, here's another finger licking good story. Colonel Sanders didn't start his first KFC until he was 65 years old. He started traveling by car to restaurant after restaurant. I probably shared this story with you before, but it bears repeating. And if the owner liked the chicken, then they would enter into a handshake agreement with the Colonel and get his chicken. Legend has it that Colonel Sanders heard no 1,009 times before he heard his first yes. Let me repeat that. He was turned down 1,009 times before he, before he heard his first yes. I want you to realize it's amazing that this man started at the age of 65 when most would consider that's the age of retirement and at 65 began to build a global empire out of fried chicken. It's never too late to build your dream. If you're willing to stay with it, Colonel Sanders' story is a story about staying with it. You know, there's a woman in the Bible. She's called the Canaanite woman. And it's a story about staying with it. It says, behold, in Matthew chapter 15, the Canaanite woman from that region came out and was crying, have mercy on me, Lord, son of David. My daughter is severely oppressed by a demon. But he did not answer her a word. Now think about this. Jesus did not answer her a word. And his disciples came and begged him, saying, send this woman away. She's crying out after us. She is annoying us. And he answered, I was sent only to the lost sheep of the house of Israel. But verse 25 says, but she came and knelt before him again and said, Lord, help me. And it says he answered, it is not right. First, he didn't answer her word. Then when he finally did answer her, he said, it is not right to take the children's bread and throw it to the dogs like he called her a dog and he compared her to a dog and listen to what she said. She could have got offended like some of us do. We get offended so easily. If you want to win in life, if you want to have a champion mindset, you got to stop being offended. And he said, we don't take the food from the children and throw it to the dogs. And she said, yes, Lord, 
but even the dogs eat crumbs from the master's table. She didn't fight with Jesus about calling her a dog. She didn't get offended at what he called her. She just said, yes, Lord, but even the dogs eat crumbs from the master's table. And then Jesus answered her and said, wow, woman, great is your faith. Be it done to you as you desire. And the Bible says, and her daughter was healed instantly that same hour. Wow. Because that Canaanite woman's story is a story about staying with it. You know, in Mark chapter 10, we hear another story about a man that stayed with it. His name was blind Bartimaeus. And it says he came to Jericho. And as he went out of Jericho with his disciples, a great multitude, blind Bartimaeus sat by the road begging. And when he heard that it was Jesus of Nazareth, he began to cry out really loud, Jesus, son of David, have mercy on me. And everybody around him started telling him, be quiet, shut up. And he cried out, the Bible says, all the more, son of David, have mercy on me. So Jesus stood still and commanded him to be called. And they called the blind man and said, be of good cheer. He is calling for you. In other words, before they were telling him, shut up, shut up, shut up. Now Jesus said, bring him here. Don't tell him to shut up, bring him here. And they said, oh, he's calling for you now. They've changed their tune. You see, don't worry about what the crowd thinks. Don't worry about what the crowd says. Don't worry about the crowd's jeers or their cheers. Don't be, don't be affected by their cheers. Don't be affected by their jeers. Don't be affected by their beers. Don't be affected by anything. You, be a, you stay with it and you're going to make it, all right? And it says, he, they said, be of good cheer. He's calling for you. And he threw aside his garment, it says. And he rose and came to Jesus. And Jesus answered and said to him, what do you want me to do for you? And the blind man said, you think Jesus knew what he wanted? The guy couldn't see. Jesus must have known what he wanted to do, what he wanted him to do for him. But Jesus asked him, because the unspoken prayer needs to be spoken. The passion that you feel, the thing that you want, you got to say it. You got to declare it. Something happens when you say it. Stay with it and say what you want. Stay with it and say you're not giving up. Stay with it and say you're going to the other side. Stay with it and say I'm not quitting. Stay with it and say I want to see. Stay with it and say I want to be better. Stay with it and say I'm going to overcome this demon in my life. Stay, stay with it and say I'm going to overcome this battle. I'm going to overcome this 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 emotional pain. I'm going to overcome this trauma. I'm going to overcome what was done to me. I'm going to overcome what I did. Start saying that. He said, what do you want me to do? And he said, I want you to, I want to see, I want to receive my sight, teacher, rabbi. And Jesus said, go your way. Your faith has made you well. And what kind of faith did this guy have? What was his faith? He cried out when everybody told him to shut up. He cried to Jesus anyway. He shouted out to God anyway. He prayed anyway. And then what did he do? Threw aside his beggar's coat, the coat that symbolized him begging before he could even see. He threw away his coat of the beggar, the beggar's coat. He threw it away, said, I'm not going to need to beg anymore because Jesus is going to do something in my life. And then Jesus said, what do you want? And he had to say it. He had to speak it. He had to decree it. I want to receive my sight. And Jesus said, go your way, your faith. That was where his faith showed up. His faith showed up in the steps he took. His faith showed up when he called out. His faith showed up when he threw his coat away. His faith showed up when he said to Jesus, this is what I want. This is what I'm asking for. This is what I want you to do for me. 
And immediately the Bible says he received his sight and he followed Jesus on the road. Wow. The story of blind Bartimaeus is a story about staying with it. What is the secret to staying with it? We learn from the persistent widow. Listen, this is the secret to staying with it. Jesus said in Luke chapter 18, verse eight, I tell you, when the son of man returns, when he comes, will he find faith? Will he find faith on the earth? Jesus said, when the son of man comes back, will he find faith on the earth? If you want to win, if you want to be a champion, if you want to have a champion mindset, it is a mindset of faith all the way to the end. Faith. We don't have to be faithful to the end. God is faithful to the end. We need to have faith until the end. Nothing wrong with being faithful, but we're not always faithful. We don't always do it. We don't always do the right thing. We don't always keep our word. God is faithful. He will always keep his word. But what he said is stay full of faith. We might not always be faithful, but we can always stay full of faith. And we can always take the next step and just move forward a little. I wonder how many people watching right now, I wonder how many of you could become millionaires if you just stayed with it. I wonder how many of us could pay off our home if we just stayed with it. I wonder how many people in this world have become wealthy because they just stayed with it. You know, a study was done. The largest study of millionaires was done by the Ramsey Group a year or two ago, recently revealed people in the study became millionaires by consistently saving over time. In fact, the study showed that they worked and they saved and they invested for an average of 28 years before hitting the million dollar mark. And most of them didn't reach that milestone until the age of 49. I wonder how many people, if they just stayed with it from the, whatever age you are right now, if you stayed with it, if you decided to have a mentality of never quitting, if you decided to have a mentality to have faith no matter what it looks like, I wonder how many people, I wonder how many of us could become millionaires. I wonder how many of us could see our dreams come true. Dreams come true not by wishful thinking. Dreams come true by faith-filled words and faith-filled steps and not giving up and hanging in there when everybody else quits. I wonder how many people have quit just too early before they really learned the power of staying with it. I wonder how many people have missed their dream just because they stayed down when they fell. If you want to experience your dream, if you want to see God's purpose for your life, if you want to see your vision come to pass, you got to stay with it. You got to get up one more time than you fall. You got to get up. Listen, the two guys that baptized me, three of them actually, the three guys that baptized me when I was about 17 years old, all three of them were serving God, walking with God way ahead of me. I wished I could be like them. And they baptized me. And 
within a year or two years, all three of them had either backslidden or they were making fun of me for serving God. I was the one, they led me to the Lord. I was the one on drugs. I was the one selling. I was the one with addictions. I was the one that was like the last one to, to, to think that I would get saved, that I would surrender my life to Jesus, that I would invite Jesus into my life. And you know that all three of those guys, they, they fell back. They went backwards. And I didn't let that shake me because they might have helped me find the way, but nobody can help you stay on the way. You have to stay on the way yourself. Nobody can do it for you. You got to stay on the path yourself. You know, at least two of those three young men at the time, we were young men at the time, they were a year older than me maybe, and at least two of them, 10 years later, reached out to me. The third one might have also, I can't remember, but at least two of them reached out to me and said, man, I wish I would have stayed with it like you did. I've had a lot of people tell me, I wish I would have stayed. Look, I've got scars in my life. I got, we all got stars, scars. We can turn them into stars if we choose to, but we all have scars. We all screw up. We all blow it. I wish we would stop being surprised when another Christian makes a really bad mistake. You are that Christian. I am that Christian. We are those Christians that make really bad mistakes. We got to stop judging. We got to stop criticizing others. We got to stop expecting everybody else to, to, to live holy and to live right and to do everything right. Nobody can do it all right. No one gets it all right, right away. But if you stay with it, even when you fall, you're going to fall forward. Stay with it. Staying with it is what determines whether your fall is backward or whether your fall is forward. Staying with it. Since we're all going to fall, we're all going to make mistakes. Since we're all going to fall, we just need to fall in the right direction. And what determines whether we fall in the right direction? When you stay with it, you're going to fall forward. When you quit and decide to give up, you're going to fall backwards. Better to, better to fall forward. And like that verse in, back in Mark chapter 14 said, Jesus went forward a little. He moved forward a little. Listen, stay with it in your journey with God. Move forward a little. Stay with it in your faith move forward a little. Stay with it in your giving and your generosity. Move forward a little. Stay with it in your business and just reach one more person. Move forward a little. Stay with it with your church. And instead of being the, the greatest critic in the church, be the greatest servant in the church and help that church move forward a little. Move forward a little with one step of improvement, one step of getting better. One step of getting up when you've fallen. There's no shame in having fallen. Just don't stay down. Get up. Get up. The righteous man falls when he gets up. Don't throw away your confidence. You are still the righteousness of God and you will still prevail and see victory and avail much 
if you just stay with it. Let me pray for you. Father, thank you that you know where every one of us are at. You know where we're, where our, where our border lines are, where our, where our give up lines are. I pray that you would remove them from our lives and you would awaken us to the spirit of consistency, the spirit of faith, the spirit of confidence, the spirit of staying with it, the spirit of persistence in Jesus name. Amen. Now listen, get up and wipe your dust off your feet and move forward. I got to tell you, these times that we have together are rare times that we can't, we can't take for granted. I want you to stay with it. Stay with the podcast. Stay with Think Like a Champion every time. I can't wait to pastor you on Sunday. You know, I'm a coach here and I'm telling you, get up, get up, get up. But on Sunday, you need a pastor to encourage you. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. You're going to make it. So I'd love to welcome you to our Life Changers Church family on Sunday, in person or online. And I can't wait to see you right back here next time on Think Like a Champion, because that's who you are. You might as well start thinking like one, because that's who God made you. God bless.